0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Is it too late now to say sorry?
3: Cause I'm.
2: It's not too late for Andy Reid to check back into the hospital. Welcome to a Grudenpocalypse edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles super fan, Daniel Hardigan. Feels good to be right about Sam Darnold sucking you guys. Not going to lie. Been all over the Panthers being terrible, and it finally happened. With us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, how you holding up?
3: I wouldn't call me a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we're officially in a hangover season. I think you, you know, the shine is off the apple when fans are knocking each other out at the game.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Uh, we got Washington football team fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, when's the last time you watched football?
1: Uh, I want to say it was 2003. I was listening to Carrie Hilson. And oh, I nice. was rocking these.
2: Oh, you were ready for that. Yep. <laughs> hey, uh, also, lastly, we have a writer, ESPN producer, friend of the pod, and on top of the world Buffalo Bills superfan, Aaron Vale. Aaron, welcome back to the show.
0: Hey, guys. Um, not, not used to this feeling, it's weird.
2: And what is that feeling?
0: Uh Super Bowl expectations, uh the ability to deliver in big moments. Um still kind of tired from the hour plus lightning delay on Sunday night. I feel like that just kind of started off the week on a tired note, but it's all good.
2: Yeah. Um look, we're gonna get into it. I'm sure Danny is gonna lead with something about this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm sure we will touch. Each base, or I guess each hit each pylon. Is that better for football terms? There's still four of those. Anyways, Danny, what'd you hate about watching football this week?
3: Oh, you know. I hated.
0: No, tell me tell me exactly what you hated, Danny. I'll say, you know what
3: Aaron <laughs> I'll tell you what I hated about football this week. I hated being mad. I'm not mad. I'm so tired of football making me angry for an entire Sunday and some Mondays when there's fantasy shit to sort out. And it's my fault because I surround myself with football. My whole social media is talking heads and Kansas City sports dorks. And my YouTube algorithm is now just like football analysis clips with the occasional video on how to make jerk chicken. And it's all designed to keep me angry and therefore more engaged. Because I need to find a solution to my anger. And so I go seek it out. Maybe somebody has a good argument for why the chiefs aren't so shitty. Or maybe there's a waiver wire guy that'll pull my fantasy team out of the toilet. I just have to keep looking. And none of it's real. It's exactly the lesson that I learned after the election when I was Mm. looking at Arizona polls all day. (laughs) And shooting off angry, fuck Trump tweets. I'd gotten too into it. And instead of fixing the world, which I thought I was doing, I was really just lowering deeper into the emotional quicksand that pays for Zuckerberg's collection of hydrofoils. And the same thing is here. I'm done with it. Last night, I knew we were going to – or the other night now. Sorry, this was anticipated for another day. (laughs) The other night, I knew we were going to lose because we're not a Super Bowl team this year. I said it on the show – and I was the only one to pick the Bills. We'll, we'll cover that later. Uh, well, so I tried, I tried something. I <laughs> muted, before I watched the game, at 4 o'clock p.m. LA time on Sunday, I muted every single one of the sports people that I follow. I ordered a really good DoorDash, and I got blackout stoned. So I could be as calm <laughs> As possible and guess what without hearing all the experts in my ear scolding my team for all the little bad things they were doing I had a great time the game was fine I was totally fine have the Bills taken over the AFC is Josh Allen better than Patrick Mahomes who gives a fuck because my life is not going to be affected by dumb questions like that anymore I can just live
2: well, I see wow. a Freaky Friday situation where you and Aaron wow. just swapped yeah. uh, enthusiasm for your team because, you know, a year ago, I could see this exact same argument on the other side.
3: It's true. And enjoy the ride, Aaron, because <laughs> life hits you fast. <laughs>
0: we'll, get, we'll get to if I'm enjoying the ride or not. Yeah, because Aaron. Yeah.
2: Yeah, welcome back to hell, Danny. <laughs>
3: Let's see how long I stay here.
2: Plenty of room. And also, yeah, Aaron, you're a person with your guard up regarding your sports teams at all times. So, you know, even just these little scraps of joy, even though they seem to be coming along more and more, I know you're just like anticipating the foods aren't isn't going to keep coming. But this season it might.
0: Yeah, I, can I can I say what I hated about football this watching Aaron football Bill. this week?
1: Yes, please. Aaron, yeah, don't, don't wait for Danny. Get it off.
0: Uh, so uh, it's funny to hear you say all that Danny about being angry and just not wanting to be a part of it. Um because the thing that I hated about watching football this week was mostly myself and uh my inability to allow myself to enjoy the the ride and enjoy the game. And, you know, first of all, a Bills primetime game is still like novel for me, because we didn't have them for so long. And because they were so exciting when I was younger, because we get one every like five years, and it would usually be against the Patriots. And it would usually be this like huge hyped thing like, oh, Bills might upset, it might be the underdog, dog. And then the Bills would, of course, get crushed on national TV. It'd be so embarrassing and I'd have to go to school the next day and be like sad and everybody would make fun of me. Um, So now that they're on primetime, like multiple times a year, I still don't really know what to do. And the just like waiting all day on Sunday, like the bills are firmly a one o'clock on Sunday team. And that in my mind, I'm conditioned that that is when I should be watching the bills. (laughs) So first of all, for them to not be on at that time, I'm like already thrown But I think on Sunday, I was totally zen. I was like, you know what? It's exciting. The Bills play tonight. I I think they maybe could win, but it's the Bills, so there's always a chance they could not. And then kind of just throughout the course of the game, (laughs) you know, it was exciting when they scored. It was exciting that the defense was looking so good. Um, It was exciting that my cousin's group chat was sending just any number of angry texts about Chris Collinsworth uh, throughout the game, notably when uh, Josh Allen got sacked and the Chiefs defender was, like, twisting his leg and Chris Collinsworth was like, yeah, good job. That was not well-received in my cousin's group chat. But I could not believe that the Bills were going to win that game. Even up until maybe five minutes left in the fourth quarter or whenever the the last touchdown was, I was like, the Chiefs are going to come back and win this. I could not just, like, let myself enjoy Josh Go, absolutely going off after the first four weeks of the season, when everyone's saying, "Oh, Josh is looking a little off. He's looking like 2019 Josh. He's back to being weird." And blah blah blah. I couldn't just like let myself soak in the bomb to Emmanuel Sanders that just like looked like he was just like fl- like tossing a paper like piece of trash into a trash can. Like, that is the ease with which he threw that touchdown pass. I couldn't let myself enjoy any of it. I have been so hurt by the Bills for so long that I was still so nervous for the entire game. and was just like, when's the other shoe going to drop? When is this going to all come crashing down? This isn't fun. I was texting Dan and our friend Danielle, and they are both like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is amazing. You should be so happy right now. And I couldn't be happy because I was so nervous and so concerned. So that is what I hated about football, myself and my inability to just let go and enjoy the ride and instead was just like, nope, we can't have this. We can't possibly have something good. I'm not used to it. The only
1: piece of trash It even sounds like you think they're going to lose now.
0: (laughs) You know, I mean, so they're playing Tennessee this week. And last season, you know, we lost to Tennessee like 56 to 12 or something ridiculous. Like it could – I mean, knock on wood – There's one thing that could happen that would totally derail our season. I'm not even going to say it because I don't even want to put it out into the universe. And I don't even want to think about Nickelodeon's most MVP coming in and having to play for us. Although I will say every time Mitch Trubisky has made an appearance in a Bills game this year, they have won. So the Bills are undefeated when Mitch Trubisky takes the Bills in any form. I was going to say,
2: there's two things that could derail your season. Uh, We could see Sean McDermott's emails. That would be bad. (laughs) Uh, Danny, yeah. you were going to say some trash on the field.
3: I was just going to say the only piece of trash on the field was our defense, and then I, uh, I and then I, I started to remember when you are talking about Mitch Trubisky. Knock on wood, nobody wants Mitch Trubisky to enter the game, but <laughs> there was, there was actually some talk amongst the pundits who I started listening to again uh, that. The the or the the bills were saying that they used Mitch Trubisky to simulate Patrick Mahomes in mm. practice. That disgusts me. That's insulting. Yeah, that
0: that is how far you've fallen, Danny. I'm sorry <laughs> to say it.
3: <laughs> I mean, well, look, you're you're going to face better teams than us this year. Good luck with that. Good luck being every team's Super Bowl all regular I guess. season.
0: It's it's, it's very unfamiliar, and I don't know how to be. I'm so used to being the underdog, and people just like looking down on the bills and and not thinking the bills or anything, and not caring about the bills. And then to see people pick them for the Super Bowl, or to see them absolutely destroy the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, like. And I know they've been good for a couple of years, right? For the since we've gotten Josh, we've got been to the playoffs a few times. It should be. I'm like, yeah, this is great. No. No, still like, no, nope, we're going to be seven and nine. I don't know. Something's going to happen.
1: They're Can't not playing it. today, Aaron. It's fine. <laughs> they're good. It's going. It's good. <laughs> I don't know
0: what it will take to let it sink in. Like, I'm worried I'm, they're going to be in the Super Bowl. And they're going to be winning the Super Bowl. And I'm going to be like, no, this isn't real. I don't buy yeah, it. No, no way. You should
3: fear that. You should fear the playoffs because that's when the stress really amps up. You think it's stressful now. Wait until you get to the divisional round when you're heavily favored against a (laughs) shitty team and they give it their all. They give it every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears just to defeat the juggernaut Bills.
0: Somebody recently was like, I I could see the Bills going to the Super Bowl and losing in the Super Bowl this year. Like, I could see them going and not winning. And I don't know if I'm emotionally equipped to handle that because I was not alive for the 90s Super Bowls, like those losses. So I have not experienced a Super Bowl loss yet. And I fear for the day when that happens.
2: You're equipped. Yeah. Uh, Can I also... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Aaron. I just
0: want to say one thing about what I hated last week. I just I need <laughs> to get off my chest. Um, the Bucks Patriots game. I don't know if I've been more miserable during a football game. When I was watching that game. It was possibly my worst nightmare come to life. And I know I've seen six Patriots Super Bowls and a Tom Brady Super Bowl already. This game was somehow worse. I would have preferred it be a just Brady blowout. That's what we all were expecting, right? He was going to go in, just, like, kick the shit out of his old team. It was going to be great. Like, suck at Belichick. But instead, that the Patriots were competitive at all uh, was the worst thing that could happen in, in the universe. And that, the, and that like, the Bucks had to come back to, like, hold on and win. It was just, like, the most – it was, like, getting a root canal instead of watching a football game is what it felt like to me. It was so painful and so upsetting and just the constant montages of Brady Super Bowls, Brady and Belichick hugging, having to see them interact and physically touch, like makes me feel gross. Steve Belichick, which we'll get to, all bad. So I just wanted to shout out the absolutely miserable experience I had watching that terrible, terrible game. <laughs> That's Too what we all terrible
3: have in common yeah. hatred Too- for Belichick and Brady.
0: Yeah, it unites us. You know, there's that's nice. That's that's nice that we have that.
2: Jamel what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh,
1: this feels like something I've hated before. The fantasy football blurb writers. Uh, I can't think of a more unnecessary, more incorrect job that a motherfucker gets paid for. Have never been right about anything are never on the forefront of any information. Hunter Henry, speaking of the bullshit Patriots, dude had two good weeks in a row coming into last week. And I'm, I got Hawkinson and I've got Hunter Henry. And I'm looking at Henry on my bench every week and Hawkinson's hurt and they realize they're the Lions somewhere about week three, you know what I'm saying? Started playing like shit again. And I know this. So I put Hunter Henry in and then I make the mistake of waking up Sunday and reading a goddamn blurb. And they tell me I'm an idiot for playing Hunter Henry. He is not a viable (laughs) option unless you're in the deepest of leagues. What the fuck are you talking about? Mr. ESPN nameless bitch. The fuck. Think to the future, bro. These motherfuckers are working with last year's information telling me who's a boom or a bust. I will boom your ass to bustville. Never been <laughs> right. I don't know why I'm letting nameless writers fuck with my weekend. I'll never listen to you again. I'm starting my own fantasy app that will have no words on it. Good day.
2: These writers have names. I'm sure you could find them.
1: I've, I've been looking. I've been trying to run these guys down.
3: Look, I'm ready to I'm ready to go on JamelJohnson.com, and or is it JamelJohnsonComedy.com? I'm not sure which domain name. you Well, have, it's JamelJohnson.com. One of the com, Jamel Johnson
1: sites. Yeah, it's BroccoliHouse.net is what I was. Yeah,
3: I'm ready to play some fantasy football on your website. Is what I'm trying Let's to go. say.
1: <laughs> Let's go! God damn it! You got one t- guy, guy in.
0: Do you guys ever read like the infatuation or like those uh, restaurant reviews that are like, if you're looking for a group dinner when you just went to uh, your sister's graduation and things are tense between your divorced parents, these are the 10 places that you should go. I feel like that is what most fantasy blurbs are like. They're like, if you are in this super specific unrelatable impossible situation then maybe you could think about playing this person but otherwise you're gonna suck this is a bad decision like why
1: do they why do they take it to the next level of making me feel dumb for considering taking a chance they're like hey, if you do this hey (laughs) you might as well start (laughs) watching volleyball pal you don't know what the (laughs) fuck a football is yeah, uh, uh, Cooper Cupstar. Mattel's I Yeah, if you say so.
3: Yeah, he's our forty seventh ranked running back. What are you, an idiot? Yeah, what do Based I know? On I'm my just a...
1: feelings. Yeah, I'm. Ju- I'm just a writer. You're just a dumbass who graduated high school with a one point eight GPA. I'm a professional writer. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> <sighs> Is that
2: how many fantasy points Hawkinson got? One point eight.
1: Four. Got me a four, Berg.
2: Okay, you a four. Okay. 4.0, that's, that's pretty good.
1: Hey, I mean, usually you think tight end is like, thank you for catching anything.
0: Shout out to Dawson Knox.
3: Dawson and, yeah. Knox was great for my fantasy team, at least. I did start
1: several Bills knowing what was coming. And I started yeah, that- Zach Moss. He fucking, the finally, Zach Moss finally has a, a lame game in the I'm Bills sorry. Best Game of the Year. You got 10 uh, points. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, fine. Bill's running backs are tough.
2: It's not Feed what they Zach want. Moss. Feed Zach Moss. Okay, I got a quick one. Uh, what I hate about watching football this week was just trying to balance your social life while the games are going on. Because we hosted a baby shower here on Sunday. Uh, our upstairs Whoa. neighbors are pregnant. And we had their families and their friends and people came over. And uh, it was at our place. So... And this is a 10 in the morning function, you know, so this is me going back to the bathroom, checking everything, updated uh, box scores, fantasy apps, all these things. And then going back and trying to present like all I care about is uh, the well-being of this child is going to come into the world very soon. But then people know me and they want to ask me about football and they're trying to get updates from me. And I'm trying to pretend like I don't know what's going on, even though I'm completely aware of every score across the league. But I don't want them to think that I know that. I want them to think that I'm invested. So it's this weird dance of not acknowledging how closely I'm paying attention to the sport that I'm definitely paying attention to.
1: Dan, you got it all wrong, dude. What you're bringing this child is football knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's your place. I'm not sure, place, but you're putting it in the, in the embryo. You feel me,
2: bro? I'm going to have a whiteboard and I'm going to sit down with this kid and teach everything about football. I can possibly give them. But uh, until then I have to pretend like I'm just a good neighbor and a, a good sport, right? That's kind of the wait. whole deal.
0: What so, is the baby's rooting interest? What team will no. the baby root for?
2: You're going to love this Las Vegas Raiders.
3: <laughs> uh, we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> well, this seems like a bad time. I guess the baby could choose to any of the other teams at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. But
1: uh,
2: and you know, I try to check out because first half Eagles stuff. I'm like, oh, they're getting blown out, it's fifteen to six. Seems like we gave up a safety or something. might getting bad texts from my family. I'm like, great, this is. I'm not having to watch this disaster happening then obviously I'm watching kind of the the comeback in in a bathroom by myself somewhere. (laughs) So, uh, I made it work, but Hey, let's get to the real meat of this week. Um, coaches are getting canceled and they're canceling themselves. Uh, I don't know if that's the right term. I don't love that term, but, um, we had the urban We had the urban Meyer debacle last week. Now the real, the real main course, John Gruden, um, So I don't know if we should talk about what happened to John Gruden, but we're going to talk about which other coaches deserve to be canceled. Uh, Danny, bring us into this, set the table, and uh, we're going to go to town.
3: Well, we should first set the table by, I think the people want to know how we feel about this John Gruden situation. We can't, to use a a, a term of art here, whitewash the situation Mm -hmm. with John Gruden. We need to address it before we then get to the jokey canceling of other coaches because I mean the most the uh, the stuff came out just a couple of days ago. It's only getting crazier every I mean if the the Times article lays out basically every single possible thing that you can say that could get you canceled it at every angle. I mean there was there he's insulting female referees when that comes out he's i mean it's the the racism against native americans post washington football team name change that didn't change this man's heart
1: no he was it didn't. he was evil yeah. on every front personally i thought we should have got rid of him when he was hitting guys with them pool noodles
2: <laughs> see Evil is the tough term for me, Danny, because I think comfortable, which they're, you know, they're close. There is an overlap there Um, because, you know, I I think this whole league is just bred to allow people like this to exist. And it's so weird because when you're sending out emails like this over years, uh, periods of years of time, what you're really doing is putting out feelers for people who also feel like you. And you can make these little jokes with and just kind of have your own little boys club and just call any little rule. Oh, Roger Goodell, you want to protect your players? You want to acknowledge that player safety exists and settle lawsuits? And so I'm going to call you a fucking homophobic slur. I'm going to call you a bitch. It's like, the dude, that's just business. Slur. Yeah, unfortunately,
0: slur. <laughs> um, Donald Trump already thought of the funniest nickname for Joe Biden, which is Sleepy Joe, um, which I still think about every single day. I
1: mean, it's pretty funny.
0: Um, and I still laugh at sometimes because it's true.
1: Um stop. you know what? Uh I th- I think it I think we can officially say it. Sorry we love football thinks John Gruden is bad.
2: Uh I wanted to use a a coach language here. Hey, what who you are is what you put on film, right? Isn't that what the coaches always say? Right. Well, there you go, John Gruden. I mean it, this isn't a one off. This is years and years. And honestly, I think the thing two things that really made this like have to be so immediate uh sending naked pictures of uh, washington football team uh cheerleaders back and forth with bruce allen okay that mm. is potentially criminal because some of this other stuff is very inappropriate but not necessarily a crime but that probably is and then the last thing is when you're calling your boss every bad term ever uh they're probably going to fire you if i was going around at my office and just really letting my boss know how i felt uh, in those terms, probably getting fired. So, uh, I'm going to go out
1: on a limb. John Gruden, <laughs> bad guy.
2: That, that, heard it said here first.
3: Though, that said, and he is, and, and a lot of the feelings that he has about things are just, I mean, none of us would ever think to commit them to an email, even in our private moments. When we're conversing with our friends, we make jokes. They're very obviously jokes. We all try to be good people generally, and they they definitely don't reach those depths. All that said, there is a little bit of a fear that emails are a fair game now, that emails from a long time ago that you're just sending to your friends to try to have fun. I don't think there's anything close to anything of John Gruden's stature in my email account. I just don't want to find out what is in there because I'm certain that at least in the comedy community, I would be in trouble. For the for the comedians who I don't like, you have to like Julio Torres.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. You just say you don't like like a good person. It's a right. Rap. That's right. true. That is, that will get you done for in comedy.
3: I just don't, um, I don't want to I don't want to say that we are pro digging through people's oldest emails for for no, dirt. I
2: I had a problem with that too. I don't think we should be reading people's dirt from ten years ago. But you know whose fault that is. Jay Gruden's—the whole reason this Washington football team investigation is happening, and these new emails came to light—is because Jay Gruden and Daniel Snyder are idiots, and so now they're going through these backlogs. So actually, John Gruden's brother, of course, yeah, kind of uh, him over.
1: I I know, Dan. <laughs>
2: uh, I know. Also, Danny, to your point, uh, nobody's perfect. Look, people have said stupid shit, but there's clearly a line. Like, I think people are pretty good at judging who, what our intentions are in the context. Uh, I've been a part of group texts where I've been like, okay, you guys have fun. I'm out. Like, I'm not a part of this. I've, we've all made jokes, like you're saying in comedian circles, but I think people know the line and it seems pretty clearly uh, that uh, I've never
1: it. made a joke like that in my life. Don't say we all don't fucking, you and Danny can cancel <laughs> yourselves if y'all want, I'm not involved <laughs> yeah, in Demel's, nothing. You two idiots. Mel's perfect. Fab, Donald, one hundred percent perfect. Get the fuck out getting of here. His emails plumbed. now.
3: Check it out, please. If there are any hackers in our you, audience you, of bro, listeners,
1: I have looky here. I have twenty five thousand unread emails. You think I even open my emails? You think I even <laughs> open them shits? All right, man. That is that sickens
3: me to be honest. Yeah, when I, when I even have hey.
0: one, I'm annoyed. Inbox zero over here. Oh yeah, and box right. zero. I'm not in box mm-hmm. twenty five thousand. That is guess, I, if I have and, one notification, I have to look at it.
1: Yep. Even if I know what? it's spam. Clear
0: it out if I just mark it as red. I don't need that. The
1: feds know you guys' tendencies. You're all finished. <laughs> well, they got nothing nor me. Yeah. I'm I'm Donald right. Sterling. Uh, oh yeah, well. Aaron's
2: Bruce <laughs> Allen. Danny's John Please. Gruden. Please, no. what? Jamel is Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> Mother Teresa dude don't come on man don't put me uh, Jesus was alcoholic I'm not that either
2: Um, so <laughs> last note before we get into which new coaches we want to cancel I do think it's really funny how self-righteous the Buccaneers are being because they removed mm-hmm. Gruden from like their Hall of Fame circle and all this shit they employ Antonio Brown yeah. and yeah. that's just hilarious to me uh,
3: okay, and Tom Brady who eats the children?
2: Um, okay, um, Danny. Are there ah. any other coaches out there that you think deserve similar treatment?
3: There are. Daniel, uh, I'm going to cancel Matt Lafleur. I, I just he, I watched this game at length. Uh, he watches his kicker miss three straight kicks. In the last two minutes of regulation, his kicker shanks a 36-yarder, but then catches a break when the Bengals kicker misses also. So Devontae Adams, my guy, gets him back down all the way down the fucking field for another field goal to win the game. Matt LaFleur watches yet another shank. So now it's overtime, and it starts great. His guys get a pick. 40-yarder now for the walk-off. Nope, shank. But then God rolls his eyes and helps LaFleur out yet again because the Bengals kicker misses another one. So the offense comes back out on the field, trots their fucking old asses down the field to get to the Bengals' 32-yard line. It's fourth and one, not even one. It was less than one. The the thing where the the yellow marker and the blue marker are basically touching, that's where we're at. You've got Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers can sneak with the best of them. And he's great at drawing defenses offside with the hard count. It's a 49-yard kick. Matt LaFleur says, no, I'm sending Mason Crosby back out there. I don't care if he won. It's a loser move. And after the game, he asks LaFleur said he asked Crosby what he wanted to do and said he saw the look in Crosby's eyes and he knew he had to send him out there. Hey, Degenerate gambler, you think your next bet is going to win all your money back? You do. (laughs) I'm sold. This is why you're losing the NFC Championship game again. Fuck you, LaFleur. And also, have you seen a picture of this guy? He's got, he has those like, hey, want to fuck eyebrows. So with all that, you canceled.
1: (laughs) Send him to the showers.
3: Can't trust this guy. He's he'll fall for anything.
1: <laughs> Mason You saw Mason Crosby about to cry and was like, all right, man, give it a do that's your thing, dude." I, I don't know. <laughs> Aaron. That's that's
3: Andy Reid continuing to start Dan Sorensen levels of weakness.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I love those Ty Matthew God, uh man. memes for Sorensen. Uh Aaron, who, which coach do you want to cancel?
0: Uh, so we talked about Bucks Patriots earlier. Uh, the coach I would like to cancel is, uh, Steve Belichick, Bill Belichick's son. And the parallel I would like to make is, um, I don't know if you guys know, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. (laughs) It's directed by, uh, Jason Reitman. And it's supposed to be, you know, all this nostalgia. This is a Ghostbusters reboot that like you actually want and it's for the fans and like, whatever um it's not going to be good there's no way it could possibly recapture the glory of the original uh and this is how I feel about Steve Belichick and Bill Belichick like Steve Belichick is the gritty reboot that is just like unnecessarily scary for no reason and like unfunny and like you know Bill Belichick obviously is not a ray of sunshine right he's not you know, the, you know, positive, uh, talkative, chatty, whatever, but he still sometimes has his moments of humor. And I feel like Steve Belichick is just like the humorless, beige, unfunny version of Bill Belichick that also no one is asking for. Like we already got six Patriots Super Bowl. We already got the Belichick Brady era dynasty. Nothing can recreate that or at least that's what I tell myself every single day to try and protect myself from the fear of that happening again. But there's no way that they could possibly do that again with Steve Belichick. Uh, So for that reason, I believe he should be canceled and I believe the Ghostbusters reboot should be canceled.
3: (laughs) To use a comedy (laughs) analogy, it's like, it's like Bill Belichick is like the Carlin or like the, you know, the, the I'll say anything kind of the, the, the dude who doesn't mind pushing the envelope. And then Steve Belichick is every comic who tried to do that. And is thought exactly. awful. And in a less
0: funny, like, like slightly off copy version, just Rogan, nothing, as nothing joke. that we want, like any, or it's like that weird casting when it's like, Oh, so-and-so is supposed to play this character. And it's just like, to, like, uh, <laughs> Chris Pratt voicing Mario is how like steve belichick is a a coach in the nfl like it should not fit
1: none of you guys said he acts like slimer he also acts like slimer he
0: does you're right he does act like slimer and again i don't really need to see that i don't really want to see steve belichick's tongue on sunday night football like i'm good on that i'm
1: i've been waiting all day for sunday night
3: (laughs) And now Aaron's Hershey. gonna have to wait all day for Sunday night for the rest of her. Well, bills, no, Kay. I have
0: to wait for Monday night this week, so mm. it's even longer. It's even just no Bills football on Sunday.
3: Terrible,
2: Jamel. Which coach you you, you cancel one? Oh, uh, well, you,
1: you you stepped on it, Dan. I'm still canceling Jay Gruden. Uh, I hate him too. Mm. Like, I know he doesn't have a job, but he shouldn't have any job. He shouldn't be working at Auntie Anne's Pretzels, uh, the Body Shop, <laughs> uh, fucking uh uh H and M. What about uh, Wetzel's pretzels? Out. Wetzel's dirty <laughs> ass might take him.
3: Clearly, Jamel just went to the Galleria also. I can I can see yeah. physically all the places he's passing.
1: <laughs> yeah, nobody should be at a Lunchbox, that weird place with the Disney gear, uh, Zoomies, <laughs> Champs.
3: That, that
1: K-pop store. Yeah, yeah, the one with the BTS mm-hmm. cutouts in front of it. Uh, Build a Bear. Need I go on? No, you
2: may not. Or no, you need not. Uh, and I'm just quickly, uh, I'm going to cancel Nick Sirianni. I've seen enough. Mm. I'm good. I don't they care that we just won, won. a <laughs> game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't change my opinion of him. We're the most penalized team in the league. The guy has made clueless decision after head-scratching decision. He is wasting Jalen Hurts. He is a, He just, he's not a part of this crop of uh, young savvy coaches he kind of looks like all those other guys but he's not one of them so don't fall for it I'm not falling for it get out of my life Sirianni and he lost Um, to
3: the lowly Kansas City Chiefs
2: (laughs) yeah it's pretty bad uh Aaron thank you so much for joining uh any anywhere we can find you on the internet what what are you working
0: on Thanks for having me, guys. Um, You can find the ESPN Daily Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I uh, write stuff for thepromptmag.com occasionally. Um, And you can unfortunately follow me on Twitter at VailAaron32 for hilarious uh, Home Alone content.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) Guys, I don't know if you've seen that new Home Alone trailer. Avoid at all costs.
0: What if if Home Alone but British? That's the plot of the movie.
3: And no, only two like people that. are British, right? I mean, everybody else is American.
0: Yeah, but it's like, I think the kid is in a British house. I think it's like set in England.
2: Jamal, all you need to know about this movie is Pete Holmes plays a huge part of it.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> nope.
2: Uh, bye, Aaron. Thanks for joining. NFL Sports Talk Football.
3: Hey, you know what'll never get canceled? Spotify Green Room. That's right. It is the only live audio-only sports talk platform on the internet, free to download, free to use. You can talk to me, Danny Solomon. You can talk to Dan Hartigan. You can talk to Jamel Double J's Johnson. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders all in real time. Spotify Greenroom is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news like John's Gruden, John Gruden's life being over. Share your own experiences on the app. Get into the conversation. Spotify Greenroom is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversation. Watch games together or react to the biggest news, rumors, and all that sports has to offer. Talk with other sports fans. Talk with the insiders. Talk with the athletes. Join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on Sorry We Love Football's podcast. Every single week, Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. I'll be hosting rooms. Sorry We Love Football will be there. Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Come through and talk with us live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app for free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sorry We Love Football group or any other football-type group that you might be interested in. Follow me at Danny Solomon with two N's when the Sorry We Love Football room goes live. That's Monday, every Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, right here on Spotify Greenroom come with your spiciest takes. Yo. Hey guys, I just want to take a minute to shut the entire conversation down so we can talk about Spotify Green Room again. That's right. It is the only live audio-only sports talk platform in the known universe. Talk to me, talk to other fans, talk to athletes, talk to the insiders, all in real time. Get in on the conversation that you listen to on our podcast, but with yourself involved. You see how that shit works? It's fucking great. Share your own experiences, share your own takes, Get with us. Have the conversation that you've been wanting to have all week about your shitty fucking team. It's your chance to be featured on the Sorry We Love Football podcast. Download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store. Create your profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sorry We Love Football group. Or follow me, at Danny Solomon, to be notified when my room goes live. But spoiler alert, it's every single Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, or wherever the fuck you live. Check what time zone you're in, and chances are we'll be on Spotify Greenroom. Having the conversation, throwing bullshit takes around. Join me. We're going live Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Sorry we love football. Spotify Greenroom. Hit us with that spicy sauce that you call a take.
2: Hey, we have four bye week teams, Falcons, Jets, Saints, Niners, no games. Uh, That's nice. Less games for everybody, right? Uh Oh. You know what's not nice? You know what's not nice? Danny jumping way out ahead in the picks Mm -hmm. because he had a great week and Jamel and I have just been sucking lately, taking chances, calling ties.
1: Yeah, that was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even talked you into that one, Dan.
2: Uh, it's okay. So Danny's 52 and 28, Jamal's 49 and 31, I'm at 47 and 33. A lot of, a lot of game left, but uh, let's just get into the games. Bucks at Eagles Thursday night football.
1: <laughs> I mean you got to feel kind of picking the Bucks, but <laughs> No, I don't.
2: I don't feel kind of good. I, I do mean... feel like Jalen Hurts, yeah. But I'm picking the Bucks. Eagles. I hope
3: Jalen Hurts has a great game. But it, it it won't be as my fantasy starter anymore. He's out, Justin Herbert's in. And I'm picking the Bucks.
1: Uh yeah, I gotta pick the Bucks too. I said Eagles, but you guys didn't hear it. Bucks.
2: And you're gonna regret that when the Eagles accidentally win this game. Hey, okay, uh Sunday, six thirty AM, Dolphins at Jags, London game. Hey, w- when we're sending the NFL our teams, we're not sending our best. I will say that. <laughs> They got Jets-Falcons last week. We forgot to cover that. Two second London game this season.
1: Um, yeah. Ja- Jags win. Uh. Does Urban Meyer, how drunk do we see him in England after this mm. Jags win?
3: Oh, he's got to be celebrating his escape from cancellation. He slid right <laughs> underneath John Gruden's coattails and back into the NFL. He is not going to be fired and he is going to celebrate with a big dub in the big L next to Big Ben. Give me the
1: Jags.
2: I don't know how you guys could possibly pick the Jags to it's win. It's a, a home game, game for
1: them. This oh, is Kara City. But there's also
2: just freaks and Chiefs jerseys and Seahawks gear. Like it doesn't, nothing makes sense at these games.
1: That's true. So, yeah,
3: <laughs> the Dolphins are great.
2: <laughs> Their Dolphins aren't great, but I am picking them. Uh, Fins up. Okay, I'm wearing the things uh,
1: hat, I'm being real disrespectful.
2: Hey, let's game of the week at least for this show: Chiefs at Team. Chiefs at Team.
1: Yeah, This is going to be a
3: close one. It's
1: going to be a got, close one. You like the team more than me, Danny.
3: I mean, t- we're going to make Taylor Heineke look like Taylor Swift <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> uh our defense is so god-awful it just makes me want to shit um i love our offense but there's so much pressure on them right now they they, i mean they don't know how to make a move without worrying it's got to be seven points so uh i am picking the chiefs to win this game but i don't i don't feel good about it i don't feel good about this season
1: uh, I'm picking the team because I want to see Danny fully implode. I mean, this game is going to be, what, 50 to 51? This is, like, no one's getting stopped.
3: I, I hope so. I have Taylor Heineke as my bench quarterback in a two-quarterback league. I'm elevating him
1: to <laughs> yeah. because
3: I've found watching my team get the shit kicked out of them by my fantasy players is incredibly satisfying. I'm actually totally fine with it. makes the game-watching experience so much better. Anytime that happens this year, I'm going to do it.
2: Um, I got the Chiefs. I mean, I don't know why I keep picking this team. There's nothing that they're showing me that should inspire confidence, but...
3: Hey, fuck you. I get to say it. You don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next game. Rams at Giants. One-sentence game. Um, I hope I don't watch a second of this game. That's all.
1: Danny Jones dying. The way I found out... So I my fantasy team is very Giants dependent. I got Saquon. I got Danny Jones right now. Because Baker... You just don't know what Baker Mayfield's going to do. I'm playing Danny Jones. That's what the numbers suggest. I see him overthrow Saquon, which then killed Saquon. Because he was so bad at trying to throw this man the ball. He fucking threw him into a fucking car wreck. And I'm like, all right, fine. Hey, that's fine. I just need Danny to... Hey, at least maybe he'll get more points. And then I had to drive somewhere. I'm in Denver. And then I walk in the bar. And the first thing I see is Danny Jones post car wreck. (laughs) Uh, Good. Good for both of them. Rams.
3: Said it so well, I can't say anything but Rams. I mean, Mike Glennon might start.
1: Yeah, I am the Mike Glennon of comedy. The true God. Yeah, he is.
2: (laughs) Okay, uh, next game, one-sentence game, Texans at Colts. Just a hilarious Colts collapse on Monday Night Football. I mean, that was a big Lamar comeback as well, but uh, the Colts, just a beautiful thing because we get their first-round pick, but they have to stay competitive enough to keep playing Wentz, and that was the best possible outcome. really was.
3: And, you know, your boy Wentz is not playing bad football. He is no, not, he's not the problem. He's not. he's not. Carson Wentz is not the problem. There are not – there's not really an identifiable problem with the Colts, and that's, that's the torturous <sighs> position to be in. I know what's wrong with the Chiefs. I know what we're going to have to fix next season. What do you do with the Colts? God knows, well, but they're going to the win prob- this game.
1: Yeah, the problem is they are the Colts. It's just a mental thing. It's like being the Clippers, you know. You just, <laughs> you just believe deep down in your heart you're never going to win. That feels right to Colts. me.
2: Colts across the board. Uh, hey, we got Bengals Lions. We kind of talked about that weird Bengals ending, but did you guys see Dan Campbell crying at his press conference after taking his Lions to zero and five? Amazing. So he's just like these guys fight. I love this team, and it's like you guys are trash. What are you doing? <laughs> Coaches, he literally was to, breaking down and crying in tears to
1: try to bring the team together is so funny. It's like nobody likes you already, man.
2: I like him, I love Dan Campbell. I don't know if his players do, but uh, yeah, the- <laughs> I like, uh, I'm a Bengals fan, I like this Bengals team, so I'm picking the Bengals. Um, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Hive, stand up.
3: He is, uh, Dan Campbell is one of those guys who knows. When you're on a reality show, the point isn't to win, the point is to be a star. And that's what he's doing. He's trying to be a star on his way out. Uh and the Lions will lose this game undoubtedly. I like the I like the Bengals defense even too is pretty good.
1: Yeah. I have picked the Lions to win almost every game. <laughs> Do it. This year. It's my blind spot and I'm going to continue. This is a comedy show. Lions. Ooh.
3: Oh, God man, love it. I'm going to win. I hope Let's let's at least agree not to do the same restaurant gift certificate yeah. every year. Danny, I'm that.
1: giving this pick pack. It's so early. It's so of, early. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, man.
2: I say it's so early in the season. To already take a victory lap is just insane. I, I okay, just don't uh, feel
3: like Lobster is all i okay.
2: Packers at Bears. The Packers snuck away with one, as Danny mentioned. Uh, they're getting Justin Fields. I'm picking the Bears. Oh. Yeah, fucking upset. The ba- the Packers should have lost their last few games. They just keep sneaking them out. Give me the Bears.
1: Yeah. I like what I like what you're saying, but I mean, you know I'm going with the pack, baby. If I'm if I'm always gonna pick the Lions, I'm always gonna pick the Packers. It go, it's hand in hand. Pack. The Bears are not gonna win two in a row.
3: That's one. And two is Rodgers owns his division. For whatever you say about all these other games that you know are close that the Packers don't quite bring their A game, it's because Rodgers kind of falls asleep for games that aren't important to him. He, he really doesn't care about anything that he doesn't care about. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's a prima donna. He's a diva. We love him. But uh, he will beat up on every team in his division every single year. So, Packers.
2: Also, quick side note, I did watch the movie Freaky the other day which is a body swap Freaky mm. Friday kind of reboot. And Vince Vaughn uh, is possessed by the soul of a 17-year-old girl, so that's how he acts on movie. But he is in a serial killer's body. But some of the scenes, how they transport him around is they put an Aaron Rodgers mask on him. Mm. So he's just wearing this full head coverage Aaron Rodgers mask and just walking around, and people would think it's Aaron Rodgers. It's pretty funny. Um, okay. I like it. Chargers at Ravens, game of the week. Danny, I'm going to say a sentence that you're going to hate. Are these the two best quarterbacks in the league right now?
3: No, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He has a less than best team around him. That's what's going on. Let's not get it twisted. I I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. I don't hate the offense. I just don't like the Chiefs right now. But those two guys are a little better than I thought they would be. I'll give them that. I'll give it Aaron Rodgers or uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. He's a plucky guy. You know, he can. He's starting plucky. to throw the ball. He's plucky, running the ball. Dude. He's all over the place. Dude. He can do this and that.
1: You're, you're bugging.
3: He's got pluck. Plucky. He's got heart. Justin Herbert. He's got a pizza face, which is a little weird for yeah, a guy plucked his a dub age. dub
1: right out of your ass. Yeah. He's like 22.
3: <laughs> he's, he's a little roided out. Maybe we should probably get him tested. But that said he's playing really well. And Mike Williams. Mwah, what a trade I made for Mike Williams. I didn't start him and I lost. But now I know he's good and I'm so glad to have him on my fantasy team. This is a real toss up. I'm giving it to the Chargers. I feel like Oof. the Chargers mm. are just, they're just kind of uh they just kind of got the sauce this year, and I don't fully believe in Lamar.
1: You, okay. Yeah. Chiefs fan Danny Solomon, as always on the show. Uh, Ravens, they're at home. It's starting to get cold. This is Ravens football.
3: Yeah, I agree. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong.
1: This Gives is Ravens us a football. chance in the AFC West.
2: They just got the win they needed to kind of propel their season to to really take it to the next level. I love this Chargers team as well. So that should be a fun game. Uh, Vikings at Panthers. Uh, this is a nothing game. I'm going to pick the Vikings because i'm telling you the panthers are going to fucking fall apart Watch and you had
1: and you said it last year you was right you are consistently right about the panthers not going to act like I don't you're not like coach. uh you can't yeah, lose the eagles
2: at home you can't you can't do that where's the game at panthers
1: <laughs> <laughs> panthers i have to do it i love a home team i love to
3: I was waiting. I was hoping you would actually go with Dan because it sounded like you were going to, and then I could do the contrarian play because the Panthers are definitely going to win. The Vikings look like garbage, and they especially look bad against good defenses, which the Panthers clearly are. And then you get run CMC back. Come on. He's coming back. He's the whole offense.
1: It's coming of home. you going to
3: lose the Eagles without your best guy.
1: It's coming I've home. Seen Christian McCaffrey. I've seen
2: Christian McCaffrey play full seasons on four and 12 teams. I mean, he doesn't matter if they win or lose.
3: He's good. Now they got a D. Now they got a D. Um, All
2: right. Sunday, 1 p.m. games. Cardinals at Browns. Another fun one. Another fun one. The Browns' two losses have not made me feel any differently about the Browns. The Browns are still a good team.
3: They just can't get (laughs) over the hump against real good teams. And the Arizona Cardinals are pretty dang good. I'm picking the brownies.
1: Uh, yeah, me and Brownie the elf, we're, we we're real stealth. Browns.
3: I'll just do my contrarian play here and pick the very obvious victors of this game: Arizona Cardinals. They got it. They got. I mean, the Browns' defense got exposed, and you're going to get even further exposed. You're going to get butt naked against Kyler Murray. <laughs>
2: uh Raiders at Broncos uh do the Raiders just pull together and say let's win one for for Mark Davis or do they implode and just go the other way
3: implode
2: (laughs) they make Carl Nassib the head coach
3: get all your yeah that would actually solve something or or hire (laughs) the enemy right off just right off our team I would like that. Give us your fucking first round draft pick. We'll, gra- we'll draft a defensive player and he's all yours. Start all your Broncos, people. This you is have to full trade Raiders for a coach? Collapse. You can. That's happened before. <laughs>
2: That's yeah. Chuck, uh, John Gruden got traded. Yeah. <laughs> he got traded to the Bucks. That's how he got to the Bucks.
1: Um Wow. I think I'm going to go with Broncos football here.
2: Yeah, I like what Danny's saying. I think this is a full Raiders mutiny. I mean, what what could they possibly the point? show up for? Yeah. What's the point? Um, Okay, uh, then we got Cowboys at Patriots. Um, I'm going with a Patriot shocker. Give me a Patriot wow. shocker here.
1: Wow. Nah, no man, this ain't, this ain't <laughs> your grandma's Patriots. It's got to be the boys. Unfortunately, the Cowboys are good. And it's just, it's been true every week.
3: Yeah, this these are not the Cowboys that exist in your mind, Dan. They are a good team. A p- borderline very good. Yeah, and although I sucks. still regret picking Derrick Henry over Zeke, Zeke is having a great year. Yes.
2: Okay, Sunday Night Football. Seahawks at Steelers. Geno Smith, baby. He's back in our lives. He's back.
1: I'm really happy he's getting a game against the Steelers. <laughs> Uh, I also would like to thank him for playing at all anymore. I thought he was out of the league. You know, guys, I got a Jets Geno Smith jersey, like a authentic jersey for like 10 Time to break bucks. That out. I paid 10 bucks on NFL.com for that thing.
2: It's back. He's back.
1: I'm excited. I think the Seahawks win. Like
2: him and Pete Carroll, late night, film room, just those two guys getting to know each other. It's <laughs> Watching nine
3: eleven footage. <laughs> the Titans are coming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, also, uh, don't look now. Ben Roethlisberger just had the best game of his year.
3: I The, the Steelers are the obvious choice here because they're coming back yes. around into Steelers ism, which is, you know, nine and eight, eight and nine, whatever you want to call it. But they got to get those eight or nine wins somewhere and playing against Geno mm-hmm. Smith. But respect to Geno Smith for. You know, being a backup in this league is kind of hard. you got to really know the playbook to stick. And uh, he's he, he's holding on to that number two spot.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the way he I played think for the Jets, it was easy to assume he couldn't read.
3: It seemed right. like he was he was bullshit. It seemed like he really didn't, sucked. And his just had the physical own, tools.
2: His own teammate punched him in the jaw, shattering his jaw.
3: There was that. <laughs> Who's still in the league, huh? not that (laughs) dude because
2: i think geno smith didn't pay him back like 50 bucks or some shit (laughs) in some like locker room bet just hilarious stuff anyways the uh the steelers have the seahawks the bears and the lions coming up they can easily be six and three before you know it so
0: So Steelers not
2: not dead um i'm i think it's steelers across the board yeah and then monday night bills at titans
1: What the fuck even are the Titans? Titans? (laughs) What are they?
2: No one knows. I can't call it. Just gives Derrick Henry the ball forty times a game.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and that sucks. Julio Jones, I regret. He has died.
3: I did put a lot of stock into the Titans in my fantasy world, and uh, it's and not the Derrick Henry part, obviously, but all of the rest of the pieces. I thought. We're going to come together. I have AJ Brown in two leagues. Maybe it'll, maybe it will kind of shore itself up when Julio comes back. But until then, I mean, the Bills proved they can hurt anyone. They can really hurt people.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, the Bills' average score, if you take all their games, 39 to 10. They're just whooping teams' asses this season. Well, they they they
1: fucking they forty balled us, which threw off the numbers. Uh, But yeah, taking the Williams
2: and they shut out a bunch of teams.
1: Yeah. Well, us. Give me the Williams as well. We were the shutout Uh, guys. Okay.
2: Hey, (laughs) let's get to our mailbag, guys. This thing, uh, you know, we got a bunch of mail laying around, and I think I know who, or maybe right again, or. Uh, maybe these are some emails. I don't know what they are. Danny, do, do you have a piece of mail you could uh, take a look at?
3: Yeah, you're you're saying this because we know the first letter is from John Gruden. We we oh. got it express delivered into the bottom of the bag, so I had to <laughs> grab it just to see what this guy's going to say. Uh, so here we go, John Gruden. All right, first off, a belated in Happy Indigenous Peoples Day to you, fellas. <laughs> now that my dirty laundry's out there, there's been a lot of speculation about how all these juicy emails got to the New York Times. The line is that they came from the Washington football team investigation, but the real truth, it was me. I did it. I Whoa. couldn't coach the Raiders anymore, man. This is an eight and nine team each year until my 10 years is up, and I just don't have the energy. So I leaked a racist email. And when that didn't take, I had my tech boys whip up a whole treasure trove full of fake emails to get me shit-canned. And Marky Davis loves me, man, so I knew these things had to be bad. That's why you'll notice I conveniently touched on every hot-button issue, making sure to offend all races and genders. I had to shit on black people and trans people just so I can beat Chappelle. And now finally I'm free. And I can get back to doing what I love most, commentating Monday night football. (laughs) Hope you kept the seat warm for me, Tariqo. Daddy's coming home. (laughs) Never stop grinding, John Gruden. (laughs) I think he thinks he's coming back,
1: fellas. I, well, you know, considering how shocked Lewis Riddick was, to hear the news... (laughs) He might have a shot. It was so funny. They're like, they report it and then they go straight back to the game and they're like, wow. So, uh, that John Gruden news, huh? (laughs) And Lewis Riddick's like, I I cannot believe it. Uh, He doesn't have a racist bone in his body. He had
3: like dudes go out there and talk about how not racist. He was just walking (sighs) right into the
1: buzzsaw. saw. Amazing.
2: It was, it was incredible stuff. That was an all-timer Monday night moment.
1: You've got uh, mail.
2: Hey, I got a letter here uh, from Hannibal Lecter. Weirdly enough, uh, mm. it says, Now that he's surely going to prison, I can't wait to eat John Gruden. Jay Gruden, Mighty Tasty. Signed, Hannibal Lecter.
3: Wow. oh. <laughs> I guess we haven't heard from Jay Gruden in a while. Maybe he's been eating.
2: He's been eating. He's been eating. I think it's like the the scene in Hannibal with Ray Liotta, and half of his fucking <laughs> head is gone.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah, eating his own brain. <laughs> uh, Jamal, well, the, do you have while a, a night, while a nineteen-year-old girl watches and smokes a cigarette. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a letter. Got a, this letter comes to us from Michael McRonald. Oh, hey guys. Michael McRonald, VP of Marketing at Skechers here. First off, I'm a huge fan of the show, especially when it seems like Danny might kill himself. Keep up the good work, fellas. Anyway, I wanted to use this platform to officially announce we are parting ways with John Gruden as the face of Skechers shoe brands. You might be wondering what took us so long to pull the trigger on this. We didn't want to make any assumptions about without doing Our own due diligence. Uh, Last I checked, you're innocent until proven guilty in this country. And also, when Coach stepped out in a pair of our all-black arch fits, sales from Raider Nation went up 12,000%. But we did eventually find what John Gruden said to be deplorable. Anyway, life goes on, and I'm happy to announce our new endorsement deal with comedian David Chappelle. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't watched any of his recent stuff but the man is an icon and when we heard he was finally back from Africa we jumped at the opportunity So be on the lookout for new Skechers ex Dave Chappelle apparel and footwear That's right Skechers They're not just for offending black people A lot of apparel um, thought in these letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, uh, what, are we gonna <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do?
2: Danny, any thoughts? Any final thoughts for the week?
3: Ah, uh, you know, just, just, I'm going to steal from Jamel. Just love each other because football is meaningless. Mm-hmm. What are we going to, what are we going to do? We're just going to sit through this whole season. I'm, my fantasy team's in the toilet. My real team's in the toilet. All we have is love.
1: Amen.
2: Yeah, mine is just, uh, there's some just monumental shifts happening in our society, and it all reflected within football, which it's very interesting that we've covered this league for the past few years, because when we jumped on, we're like, this is just the worst, and we kind of knew all of these people existed within the NFL, and it was just this completely conservative league. And uh, they have kind of done everything they can to not be that anymore, and it's just fascinating to watch, um, for better or for worse. It's there, you know. There's growing pains along the way, but it's it's interesting.
3: Oh, I see. I thought you were going the other way because it feels like every single one of our like our our predispositions about these teams, like all, all of our thoughts about them, came true. That like all this stuff was simmering underneath the surface of football. And yeah. Like, yeah. I guess you're saying it's a positive thing that were that we're popping the blackhead and, and squeezing out all of the zit juice.
2: I'm saying that the league racism. is doing that because all of, you know, and I'm not sure they wanted it to happen, but it's happening. And, uh, you know, I think people are seeing the shit for what it is now. And uh, is football that important? I guess is the question. Is the game good enough to uh, just allow, you know, just bad people to exist within? It? I think yes, obviously, but. How many of them? I guess is the. I,
1: and I mean, the dude, keep them coming. We got more shows to do. So <laughs>
2: exactly, That's this what I'm is thinking
1: too. yeah, this is awesome for us personally. It's like, uh, man, does everything I like suck? Football team, I was, you know, I was John Gru. I said John Gru was going to win a Super Bowl in them ten years, I and it actually seemed like he might have. Chiefs looking shaky. I mean, I am, I know the the Raiders lost two games in a row, but it's still pretty good for the Raiders. But anyway, I don't know. My my final thought is uh if you're in New Orleans come say what's up uh tonight at the Comedy House uh in New Orleans, uh me and some friends doing stand-up comedy. Uh pay money to see it. I might have some bootleg CDs, who knows? Uh, shouts out to Sports Drink.
2: Uh, I'm sorry Danny and myself won't be there, but enjoy Jamel's show.
3: Sorry I can't watch that set where Jamel completely takes his entire time to stand this show and make sure everybody in the audience listens to our next episode. I this was, is the time if, for Sorry we Love
1: Football. Yeah, if I walk out, if they have a wireless mic, I'm making everyone subscribe to us on their phone. And I'm sorry for that in advance.
2: Sorry.
3: Sorry.